Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Support for this episode comes from Breathe Into 2017. Breathe Into 2017 is a four-week challenge that I'm currently hosting. It's a sampler of meditation. So over the course of four weeks, we will explore four different types of meditation. We will explore yoga, journaling, breathing, and traditional meditation with the goal being to enter 2017 with a habit built up around a type of meditation that works for you. So if you'd like to join that challenge, head to breatheinto2017.com and sign up today. This is part three of our five-part series on procrastination. Pay attention because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Today's featured song comes from Culture Code. It's called Make Me Move, and I chose it for the beautiful vocals, amazing melody, and fantastic composition. To find this song and the other songs used in this show, head back to my YouTube channel where I've got a playlist going of all of it. YouTube.com slash Greg Clunas. episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're going to continue our series on procrastination. Yesterday, we talked about the two root causes of procrastination, lack of desire and fear. In part three of her article on procrastination, Celestine Chua talks about her personal experience with lack of desire and how she flipped it around. Ready? Let's jump in. Quote, procrastination happens because there is a lack of desire. For example, someone who procrastinates on his work because he lacks the passion for it. Someone who procrastinates going to a networking event because he's not interested in networking. What should you do then to get a never-ending flow of desire? Live in alignment with your higher self. There are two key ways to do this. One, follow your inner desires. What is it you love to do? What excites you most? These are the things you should be doing, not things you don't enjoy doing. The more you follow your desires, the more connected you become with your inner self and the more aligned you become in your thoughts and actions. This results in an ongoing force that springs you forward endlessly and grows larger and larger every day. Two, live in alignment with your values. What are your values in life? What are the most important qualities or attributes? Use them as the navigational compass in the decisions and steps you make. Again, living in line with your values lets you become more connected with your inner self. My example with school and work. 
secondary school years of late 1990s. My life growing up was a journey in the alignment of my desires. When I was in secondary school, I was largely disinterested towards studies. I was much more interested in developing my interest in web and graphic design. This led to procrastination for the most part on anything related to studies. And to be honest, I barely ever paid attention, touched my school books, or did much preparation for the tests and exams. There was a point where I hated school and would avoid going to school by fading illness or making up some reason not to go. Needless to say, I underperform in my academics compared to what I could have done. My underperformance in academia led me to experience what it meant to be labeled and discriminated against in a meritocratic society, where students, teachers, and society alike would make conclusions on one's ability and worth based on just grades alone. Being a social misfit, was an eye-opening experience, to say the least. Not only that, it was disjointing to be disregarded for what I considered to be one of my core values, excellence. At that particular point, I was living in alignment with this value through web slash graphic design, but not academia. Junior college years. When I was in junior college, I realized my procrastination towards studies had to be addressed. My strategy for addressing it was via channeling it into my value of excellence. Even if I wasn't fully interested in what I was studying, I was definitely passionate about achieving excellence. And this worked out well. While I would still feel more inertia towards studies, it wasn't to the same extent as before. University years. In university, I entered the course of my choice business. In addition to my inherent desire to excel, I was now studying something I was interested in. This naturally led to a marked increase in my interest towards studies. The interest level led me to be more proactive, vocal, and energized through the coursework. Every step along the way, I was met with positive results, and these results would simply reinforce my interest level. All in all, procrastination became hardly an issue, with the exception of certain modules which I was not interested in, finance being one of them. There was hardly a moment I could remember where I wanted to avoid schoolwork. I honestly enjoyed my whole varsity life in my corporate job. When I entered my ex-company in brand management, the alignment with my desires became even stronger. It being one of my two choice employers made me very ecstatic. I was eager to work there and develop myself as an individual. As such, my passion was strong. I never dreaded work, I loved everything I was doing, and I always put 110% into everything I did. While people would talk about Monday blues and the like, I never saw work as work. And honestly, if you truly enjoy what you're doing, you won't even think of it as work at all. In fact, I associated work with fun and joy. I often worked late every day and even over the weekends because I wanted to. Nothing ever came across as an obligation. However... Things changed toward the end of the two years. As I grew more and more as a person, my passion to help others grow consciously became stronger and stronger. Since my work wasn't the best channel to express this passion, I experienced signs of procrastination toward my job. The internal alarms inside me went off. In my years of experience from dealing with dread and procrastination to living in a state of flow, I knew Enough to know that if I were to ever feel dread towards something, it was a clear signal to reevaluate my situation. Personal development work. 
Eventually, I quit my job in 2008 to pursue my passion in full force. With this one act, I have become more aligned with my inner self than ever before. From there on, every step I take, whether it's starting the blog, doing coaching, speaking, or more recently, setting up my personal excellence school, it's a conscious move toward increasing that alignment even further. For the same reason, procrastination has become a distant memory of my past. End quote. Okay, a couple of things I want to say here. I love where she's going with this concept. I think that the more we can increase our desire to do something, the less likely we are to procrastinate. Just think of the things that you are most likely to just sort of jump into immediately. It's always things that you want to be doing. It's always things that you, I, I, you know I don't like the word passion, but it's always things that you have a desire to do and to work on. And so the more that we can bring those things into our lives on a day-to-day basis, the less we'll feel the need to procrastinate, to push it off because we'll want to be working on it. And I've seen that for myself. A lot of my client work is stuff that gets pushed off because frankly, my desire is more towards this podcast and more towards other things that I'm working on. And so the main takeaway here should be not that we need to quit our jobs, not that we need to follow our passion, but rather in a shout out to a previous episode that we need to follow our interests and we need to find ways to bring those things into our day-to-day lives more often. If we have a job that we dislike, try to find a way to align the work around that job with something that you care about, whether it's the actual thing that you're doing or it's just the fact that you're earning money to do something else. Try to find a way to tie the work that you're doing that maybe you don't like that much into the thing you actually want and that desire will drive you towards procrastinating less. So again, that was part three of the article, How to Stop Procrastination by Celestine Chua. You can find the full article on personalexcellence.co. In tomorrow's continuation of this series, we'll be talking about fear, the other side of this equation. That's it for episode 151. Thank you for listening. And if you like the show, please remember to leave a rating and to review it and to hit subscribe so that brand new episodes can be delivered directly to your favorite listening device. Today's featured song was Make Me Move by Culture Code. I encourage you to check out the full song and more music by going to youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. Until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.
Make it last for 